You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how are you today? I am great. How are you? I'm good. It was. I'm guessing it was maybe a little more relaxing of a weekend for you with your your local Steelers on by in week seven. Did you did you get any rest at all? Yeah, it actually was kind of an odd one because I always prepare for the Steelers' upcoming opponent in depth too, and that's the Browns. They played Thursday, so I didn't mm. have to scramble after a Sunday game. The Steelers were off, so I could do all that prep work already. And then there was a lot of teams on by, as all the fantasy people out there know and suffered through. And <laughs> yes. and frankly, half the games, or more than half the games, really weren't that interesting. A lot of blowouts, a lot of backup quarterbacks in games. So, mm-hmm. odd week in general. It really was. I heard a couple other uh, podcasters and saw some mentions on Twitter of, of people just uh, turning games off and, wow. and going to do things with family or, or getting outside. So... I don't know. It's we're seven weeks in. Surely we're not tired of football yet. I hope that's not the case. Oh no! I, I, I suffered through all those games. I watched them all. Uh, Matt, it is Tuesday, as we always do. We're talking dynasty transactions on here today, focused mainly on some waiver wire targets. And it, this is this is probably always the case. Maybe I've forgotten or lost a little bit of perspective, but. The deeper we get into the season, the uglier these waiver wire yeah. wires get. You know, we talked earlier in the year about spending all of your all of your fab money on on a couple of hot names at the time. Uh, we'll talk about at least one of those again today. And, and you know, the thought of saving that money for later in the year uh, always came up, and and I get that, but I don't know. It's 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 pretty gross already. We'll we'll hit on the names regardless, though. Yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, you know, even my son was asking me in his his league. He's like, "Who are the hot waiver wires this week?" I'm like, Ugh. "I mean, nothing. I'm getting too excited about, you know." But uh, you're right. I mean, it, it, the season goes by quick. Don't be afraid to spend your money early in the year. Well, there are a few players to target for sure. So let's get into those. Uh, the first one. This is a player who's certainly been on the radar because he's had a couple of big games, but. Uh, it feels like we've largely overlooked him or, or made excuses, called it a fluke, whatever you want to say. It's Khalif Raymond of the Lions. We we know the Lions are going to be down, uh, down and down big in, in most of their games. So they are going to be throwing. They're going to be playing from behind. And, and Khalif Raymond has had a, a good solid year with three big games already. Had another good one on Sunday. Uh, six catches for 115 yards. It's tough to count on anybody from this Lions offense, I guess, outside of DeAndre Swift and TJ Hawkinson. But Raymond has been pretty solid so far, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I hesitate to get on board, but the opportunity is certainly there. Uh, he has some explosive qualities. Frankly, I don't know a ton about him. <laughs> you know, I mean, some of these yeah. guys are down the list in terms of uh, thinking I'd be talking about them at the end of October for fantasy relevance, but it's hard to ignore. And they're an aggressive team. You know, I mean, they're never gonna they're never gonna just roll over and die. They're gonna battle it till the end and keep throwing. So, 
I guess he's useful. Yeah, and useful is about as good as you can get off the waiver wire at this point. He was the wide receiver 11 back in week four, so he's got a wide receiver one game uh, under his belt. Outside of that, wide receiver 33 uh, the week before that. So, I mean, we're this is still not a guy you want to put in your lineup. Um, maybe if you were desperate and, and had to use him last week with all those buys, it worked out and you, you, you hit on something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Another player who was definitely useful in week seven was Foster Moreau. We got the, I guess the relatively late report that Darren Waller would, uh, would not play in week seven. Uh, I I guess got injured uh, late in the week in practice. And then it wasn't sounding good. The closer we got to that Raiders game, the the more it it sounded like he would not play. And ultimately, of course, that's what happened. Foster Moreau has been uh, an interesting prospect even even before and separate from this Waller injury, uh, he he was actually a guy I had stashed in all of my or almost all of my uh, tight end premium dynasty leagues already. So you never want to see a, any player hurt, especially a guy like Darren Waller. But um, there there was a little solace for me that I already had him stashed. If he's still out there though, he should be a a prime target. Uh, they're calling this Waller ankle injury, uh, calling him week to week because of that. Moreau had six targets, six catches, 60 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, the Raiders are on week eight, uh, are on bye in week eight, so uh, don't expect to use him this week. Uh, it sounds like there's a chance Waller may actually miss more time, though. Yeah, I'm not in any tight end premium leagues, but this has been a favorite stash of mine. You know me, I like right. the, the hot young tight end, and I think this is a really good player. Um, you know, he hasn't been useful to me because he's stuck behind Waller, but if it is a tight end premium league, like a super flex situation for quarterbacks, you know, I mean, he has value. He's a good he's a good player, ascending, makes plays when he's on the field. They like him a lot. Um, you know, maybe a year or two, he's very useful or his next contract, he gets signed to decent money, but he's a good football player. Yeah. He's a guy I would try to hang on to, uh, even beyond this injury and, and beyond, uh, Waller's hopefully imminent return. Keep, keep Foster Moreau stashed on your bench if you are able. Yeah. Yeah. We got some news yesterday, uh, afternoon, not good news. For the Green Bay Packers, Devontae Adams placed on the COVID list. It was reported that uh, Adams is vaccinated. That means he has tested positive uh, for the virus. And uh, the Packers play this coming Thursday, just in a couple days, Matt. Uh, Adams needs two negative tests before that uh, before that game to play. So, I mean, barring, uh, I guess, a, a false positive on, on that recent uh, test, we're not going to see Devontae Adams on Thursday. Uh, that makes Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, a, a couple of prime waiver wire targets uh, leading into that game on Thursday. Yeah, and he, what you didn't mention is they're playing the Cardinals. So, I mean, that's a fantasy relevant, but just a huge football game in terms of mm-hmm. NFC seedings and all that. I mean, a big, big Thursday nighter. It's a shame we don't get to watch Adams. It's a shame for... Adam's owners, that's absolutely for sure. Um, I doubt you saw this because my phone just gave me a little indicator here like 30 seconds ago. But it sounds like Valdez Scantling is expected to play in that game, at least, you know, as we record this. So keep an eye on that. Um, Lazard's a guy they really like. I mean, 
and people don't think about this from the wide receiver position, but he's a really good blocker. You know, like they use him in a variety of ways, which helps him see the field. And it's funny because everybody kind of made fun of your boy Randall Cobb. You know, Rodgers will only come back if he brings his buddy. But the reason yeah. he wants Cobb isn't because they're best friends or anything as much as Cobb understands what Rodgers wants. You know, when Rodgers comes to the line of scrimmage and audibles or how they read defenses, they're on the same page. So that gives him value. I mean, all these guys with Adam sidelined are usable. Yeah, good note on MVS. He has missed the uh, the past few games. I believe that was a hamstring injury that he's been dealing with. Uh, and and earlier in, in the week and, and even late last week, it sounded like although he was eligible, he would not be ready to play. So uh, if if there's been a turnaround there and he's uh, he's going to be active for uh, for Thursday night, that's good news for the Packers, good news. Uh, for those of you who have been hanging on to MVS through this IR stint, it, it would likely hurt uh, either or both of uh, Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb. Yeah, just keep an eye on that, the, the MVS thing. Uh, one more injury-related waiver target. Uh, Miles Sanders left the Eagles game on Sunday with an ankle injury. Uh, not a ton out there yet about how severe it is. Doesn't sound like it's a high ankle in, a high ankle sprain, which would cost him multiple games, uh, but uh, definitely the potential to miss some time. Boston Scott uh, saw an uptick in work with uh, with Sanders out. I'm assuming Kenny Gainwell is already rostered in most dynasty leagues. Yeah. Uh, if not, sh- of, of course, grab him. Um, I would I would prefer Gainwell to Scott, but uh, oh yeah, yeah. If if Gainwell's rostered like we expect, Boston Scott. Uh, not a bad target. Seven carries, 24 yards, and a touchdown uh, on Sunday in that game. Uh, again, that's kind of dependent on Miles Sanders missing. If he plays, uh, Scott, probably not too useful. Yeah, I, it's fine. I got a blurb just before my last blurb on this one, and it said, Nick Sirianni said it's a stretch for Miles Sanders to be up this week. He's. It sounds like he's a week-to-week situation. And yeah. that Jordan Howard would probably be promoted from the practice squad, which muddies things Ugh. even more. Bleh. Right. Gainwell's the only one I'm interested in. Yeah, I mean, the reality is reality is the way the Eagles have been using their, their running backs, we, we probably don't want to rely on any of those guys. You as, mean because they don't hand as, the ball to running backs there? It's, it's, a, it's a weird game plan. <laughs> it is a weird Weird strategy they have. Let's not hand the ball to running backs. Matt, when we come back, we'll take a look at a few more Dynasty waiver wire targets. Hey, everyone. This is Matt Williamson with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Uh, My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Uh, Just download the free Get Upside app at the App Store or Google Play right now. Use our promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus of 25 cents per gallon on your fill up. That's... That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Uh, just download the app for free and use promo code TOUCHDOWN to get up to 50 cents a gallon back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catches here involved. So the cash back gets added right into your account. You can, you can cash out any time to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card from Amazon, just download the free Get Upside app and use our promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.50 cents a gallon cash back on your first tank. 
That's code TOUCHDOWN. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. You know we've got you covered on all things Dynasty, but with the trade deadline right around the corner, don't miss our live NFL trade deadline show. Reaction to every move, plus a second half season preview, and much more. Catch the show live from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern, November 2nd, on the Locked On NFL YouTube page. We are back. We've got a few more Dynasty waiver wire targets to discuss here. We talked Khalif Raymond, Foster Moreau, the Packers wide receivers, and Boston Scott in our first segment. Uh, Dante Pettis has been, you know, dare I say, impressive the past couple weeks. He got a ton of targets two weeks ago. Didn't do too much with them. Uh, The volume went down on Sunday, just five targets, but he caught all five, including a touchdown. And the the Giants just can't get healthy. I mean, Darius Slayton was back. Shepard has been in and out of the lineup. Galladay has been in and out of the lineup. Ingram has been in and out of the lineup as well. It's it's Dante Pettis, the former 49er uh, dynasty darling that is is popping up here. And is there anything here? Is this just a short-term fix? Do you still have any hope for Dante Pettis as a prospect? Not really, because I right. really like Tony and Shepard. And all, I mean, all these guys have been out. It's just opened the door so wide for him, which is, is kind of fluky, in my opinion. It is unlikely right. to keep up. I mean, the number of injuries they've had to skill position players is bonkers in New York. Yeah, but, they're using John Ross, right? Right, right. I mean, he's <laughs> been part of the mix the last couple of weeks. And then the one thing I kind of took away from this, though, and maybe I'm looking too much into it, but Pettis, like, lived in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse. And now Brandon Ayuk is in that same house. And I just wonder, is this maybe more about Shanahan than the receivers? I saw someone mention uh, pretty much that same thing recently uh, on on Twitter, just along the lines of maybe Dante Pettis wasn't the problem. Yeah. you know, I mean, Shanahan is in, you're right, this is a bigger conversa- conversation, but Shanahan has been kind of that darling, and he, and he took his team to a Super Bowl, I, b- I believe that was his first or second year, and uh, all of this praise has been heaped upon him, and uh, he, he really hasn't done a whole lot since, and his, his team hasn't either. This is a team that we really wanted pieces of, and that's not looking like a great strategy right now. No, no, I 100% agree, and... Uh, some of the uh, the bloom is off the rose or whatever with Shanahan, and I, I still think he's an awesome offensive mind, but the team building and the, I don't know how to phrase this, but it sounds like by several reports that he doesn't exactly treat the the players as equals. That's not really the right way of saying it, but he kind of, yeah. that they're all some sort favor- of replaceable. Favoritism? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's oh, okay. th- that yeah. they kind of are all robots and it, it's his scheme and I'll just plug in the next guy. And I've heard of uh, numerous people kind of bring that up and um, oh. that can rub people the wrong way. That's for sure. Certainly can. Devontae Freeman, last name we need to mention, probably already uh, grabbed in your dynasty league. It's it's just a part of that ugly trio of running backs in Baltimore, the veterans there. Of course, Latavius Murray was out on Sunday. Uh, That meant Freeman led the team, or led the running backs, I should say, in uh, in snaps and routes run. But it was still a a bit of a three-way split with Freeman, Le'Veon Bell, 
and Tyson Williams. Freeman did score a touchdown, had seven touches altogether. Again, if you if you're going this far, you're probably in trouble already. <laughs> yeah, good way of putting it. I mean, like I just get the impression this isn't you know great analysis that they don't like any of their running backs. You know that right. I would love to see this offense, of course, with J.K. Dobbins, but I would just take Gus Edwards at this point. You know, just somebody they trust that knows the system. Twenty carries. I mean, it's like they don't like any of them. Could they be in the Marlon Mack, Melvin Gordon sweepstakes here in the next week or, week or so? That would make some sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't want any of it. I mean, I mean, even just for redraft reasons, Ryan, is there, if you had one back from this for the this season, who do you want? Is it Freeman? It would still be Murray for me, okay. assuming yeah. that injury is, is not too serious. Um, I I mean, I did. I, I had to start Devontae Freeman in one league sure. this past week yeah. because of, again, because of all the buys. So, you know, we can talk about the Ravens and the Eagles running game and say we don't want any part of that. But when when it comes down to it, sometimes you don't have much choice. I did want to ask you about three quarterback situations. All of these include uh, some possible waiver wire targets. And this is certainly a super flex only conversation. Uh, we, we saw the injury to Baker Mayfield a couple weeks ago. He of course, of course missed that Thursday night game. Uh, it was case Keenum leading the way played. Okay. 199 passing yards and a touchdown was, was just solid. Uh, was probably better than that on the field apart from fantasy as he, uh, led the Browns to a, a solid win there. Uh, we're just not sure how, I guess how bad this Baker Mayfield injury is yet or, or how they're going to handle it. Um, are you looking at Keenum as a guy who can help you in a super flex league? Oh yeah. I, I don't trust Baker to, to be healthy the rest of the year. I mean, I think he'll right. try to play and then he'll get hurt again. I mean, it just sounds like rest is the only thing that helps this injury plus the broken bone and front top of it. Um, and oh, by the way, I mean, I got to think Landry and Odell start to get a little healthier. I mean, last Thursday we watched them, they were shells of themselves. So I don't love Keenum, but for Superflex, of course, I mean, he's going to, I think he's going to play a lot this year. I hate to say it. On Sunday, we also saw Sam Darnold get benched. It was, it's been a, an epic fall for him who he started out the season so well, we thought this was the next story of the um, you know, getting away from uh, from the Jets and getting away from that coaching staff, and and he was going to be the next poster child for that. Even was running the ball and scoring touchdowns, and the past three weeks have just been terrible for Sam Darnold. Uh, he was ultimately benched on Sunday for PJ Walker, uh, who came in and didn't do too much better. Threw for just thirty three yards, ran for thirteen. Uh, the the coaching staff did come out uh, Sunday night and, and Monday saying Darnold remained the starter. He's, he's the guy going forward. But once you go down this road, you, you know, once you open this door, it's tough to go back. It's messy there because, I mean, they gave up pretty decent picks for him and they picked up his options. So he's guaranteed $18 million next year, no matter what. You know, like this isn't as, a real easy situation to get out of. I mentioned this today, or yesterday, I guess it was, on Peacock and Williamson, that I have a pretty good source, and I'm not a source guy or breaking news, 
that really told me that the Panthers are very interested in Deshaun Watson, that that's not smoke, that that could actually happen. I mean, would Darnold have to go in that case? Who knows? Um, I'm not real interested in P.J. Walker, though, for all those reasons. And I'm a bit of a Darnold apologist, but boy, it's hard to defend him the last couple weeks. That line's bad. I mean, they really could use McCaffrey. Uh, Man, uh, I, I guess here's my quick question. Do you think Darnold will be one of the 32 starting quarterbacks next year opening day? I would say no. I'm starting to lean towards no, too. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned Deshaun Watson. Of course, all of the trade rumors uh, really for the past several weeks uh, have have been regarding the Miami Dolphins. But we saw it on uh, on Sunday Night Football as they did their their pregame and halftime shows that uh, the the Panthers were mentioned. We saw it on uh, Good Morning Football show on NFL Network uh, Monday morning that reports were that trade talks were heating up. So I'm with you. It does seem like there is some smoke there for sure. Yeah. I thought we might have to talk about Mike White, the uh, the Jets backup and, and potential new starter, but uh, they make a trade, which is is interesting for that team to make a trade. But but they make the move for their one of their former quarterbacks, Joe Flacco, Eagles backup. Uh, great job by the Eagles to get anything for him. It it could they could potentially get a fifth rounder for Joe That's Flacco. Insane. Uh, I I can't believe it. I can't believe the Jets would even make a trade for a quarterback. Um, of course, Zach Wilson, their rookie starter, will be out up to one month. Um, but I mean, they've got to they've got to be realistic and look at their season. We we tell our our dynasty managers to do this. You've got to be honest here in this analysis of where you are. And at some point, it's it's okay to pack it in. But it, you know this this team is the same team who should have Trevor Lawrence uh, under center for them, but instead they just had to go out there and win a couple games <laughs> last year and, and ruin that. And, and they're kind of on the same path again here this year. Not, not that Joe Flacco can win a game for, for teams at this point. No, I don't think he can. I mean, I guess you pick him up for super flex and deep leagues, I guess, you know, but I have zero hope for this offense. <sighs> I, no, I, I guess that's not fair because at least he's a, an NFL starting or an NFL quarterback that understands where the blitz is coming from, how to get the ball out, the speed of the game, things that Wilson was just over his head with. So, well, I mean, he's we know he still has a strong arm. Yeah, at least. yeah. I think that's safe to say. Um, it's actually probably an upgrade. Yeah, maybe this is good news for for Corey Davis and yeah Elijah Moore in the short term. Well, we'll see what happens there. I actually think the news here though is I mentioned to start the show that we saw a ton of backup quarterbacks this weekend and for all, for a variety of reasons. But I sent out a tweet late on Sunday saying the two backups that should be in that I want to see are Trey Lance and Minshew. And both of them mm. were inactive because Minshew's the three. But now he's out of the way. I bet Minshew starts soon for the Eagles. Hurts is terrible. Uh, it's It's such a... It's such a disconnect here between fantasy and what we what we're seeing right, on the right. on the field because Hertz is uh he's the only player in the league to post a top 10 uh a, a top 10 week every single week through seven games he's been a top 10 quarterback 
No other quarterback, no other uh, player at any of the four positions has been top 10 or even top 12 at their position uh, each of the seven weeks. So, I mean, Hertz is, is producing. And if you've got him on your, uh, on your roster, you're certainly hoping that, uh, that I'm not right. That these yeah. rumors uh, of maybe being benched or replaced just kind of go away. But I don't know worried. if that's the case. Yeah, this is, um, I don't know if I'm ready to, to go that far with you, but the, uh, it, it is good news certainly for, for Gardner Minshew, who will at least get to be active now on game days. Yeah. Matt, when we come back, we will wrap up the show. And we've got some players that you could can consider dropping in your dynasty league. Time to move on from these guys. But first, let me tell you about Bet Online. Bet Online is the easiest and fastest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season's in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including. Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC, MMA action as well. Uh, before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoff. Head to the website or use your mobile device, very easy, to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 50%. You're going to use our locked on, locked on promo code, locked on, all one word, all caps, 50% welcome bonus when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let me take a chance here, you know, a little time out of our, to talk about rockauto.com. Um, they've been a really good good friend of the Locked On Network now for a long time, and they do amazing work. And with all the increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible to stock all the parts you need for your car, truck, whatever, at a traditional chain storefront. It just makes no sense. So a lot of you do a lot of work on your cars, and it makes a lot of sense financially or as a hobby or whatever. you got to check out rockauto.com because their prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They, rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear, like airlines do, for example. Um, rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. So go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you're looking for. Their catalog's extremely easy to navigate. Uh, see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specs, prices you prefer. Uh, I mentioned that the prices are always reliably low and same for, for, for professionals as they are for you guys. So why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So here's what you do. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how, do you, how did you hear about us box. So they know that we sent you. That's locked on, two words. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's show when we've got a new Dynasty value study. Now make your second listen, the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available on all platforms. Matt, we are back. We talk every week about players you can should consider adding in your dynasty league, but we rarely talk about those players to drop. If you're adding, you've got to drop somebody. 
so let's have that conversation. I've got a few players that I want to run by you here and see what you think. See if it's time to move on from these players. I talked about this at the top of the show. Maybe you spent uh, all of your fab money on this guy, but it has not paid off. Tyson Williams, the Ravens running back. Uh, I mean, we've seen him be a healthy scratch now uh, two times, I believe. He was active on Sunday, but uh, was was yeah barely was the third running back in that three man rotation. We have to assume that uh, if Latavius Murray was healthy, Williams probably would have been uh, a scratch or or inactive again. Uh, it, I think it, it's just time to move on. I probably would hold him a smidge longer, but I mean, we did a dynasty. Uh, valuation of them, uh, a value yeah. of them. And uh, we were probably even too high then, you know I mean? Uh, and Certainly, they, yeah. they definitely don't trust them. I mean, we've talked about that before. They don't like any of their backs. When he has the ball in his hands, just as a true running back, though, I think he might be the best of the group. Probably so. Uh, it's not I saying mean, a lot. Yeah, it's not saying a lot. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, you've got Gus Edwards and, uh, and J.K. Dobbins, potentially returning next year, presumably sure. returning. So you don't see much long-term uh, oh, option for, yeah. for Williams. And at this point, I don't see really any short-term opportunity either. Even when he's been on the field outside of that first game, which I, I did think he was impressive. He hasn't, hasn't really done much. Um, so I'm, I'm ready to move on. And again, yeah. when we say, when we say to drop these players, this, if you've got deep rosters, if you uh, if some of the players that we talked about earlier are not available, don't drop these guys just to drop them. But if you if you need to make a cut, if you've got somebody coming off the injured reserve, these are players I would consider moving on from. Next one, Tevin Coleman, another yeah. running back who's part of a uh, a trio. He's also been the uh, the third man there behind the rookie Michael Carter. And also Ty Johnson. Coleman was inactive. He's dealing with a hamstring injury, which is another uh, another knock against him that he's always dealing with some kind of injury, seemingly. Uh, so probably time to move on from him as well. Get him off your roster if you need a spot. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about this one. I'm kind of torn. Anthony Ferkser. This was a a little bit of a, a sleeper pick heading into the season. Of course, the Titans parted ways with Johnny Smith last off season, didn't bring anyone in of note. It felt like Anthony Ferkser could step right in and, and kind of claim that spot, but he hasn't, he hasn't at all. I mean, we've, we've seen a, a, a kind of a committee attack there when it comes to tight end for Tennessee, Jeff Swaim and uh, Michael Pruitt ha- have shared that job and, Ferkser just really hasn't done all that much. No, he was never really for me, but I understood the opportunity and why people would take a shot on him. I'm sure we could come up with 25 tight ends you take ahead of him. I mean, right. and I got to think that, I don't know how much they value the position, but I'm sure Tennessee will be, you know, tight end will be on their need list this offseason too. So is he going to do anything the rest of this year? Doubtful. I mean, if it's a super deep league or tight end premium, maybe, but he's right. He's low. Couple of veterans to get your thoughts on. See if it's time to dump these guys, and and then we'll wrap it up today. Deshaun Jackson, Rams wide receiver. We know the big play ability is still there. We've seen it 
a couple times this year, just not much. Uh, he's far down the list when you look at playing time, whether it's snaps or routes run or targets. Uh, of course, well behind, obviously, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, but also well behind uh, Van Jefferson, Jefferson yeah. even. 2-2 two, two uh, Atwell's there, you know. Yeah. Dumping DJX. Yeah, and I, I know the next name you're going to ask me, too, is Jack Doyle. And these two couldn't be any different from a fantasy or football profile. But even on either one of their best days, they weren't easy to start. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Both of those guys, uh, uh, D. Jackson and Jack Doyle, have been inconsistent throughout their career. Uh, and, and now the, the good has just gotten... Uh, very minimal. You know, yeah, very minimal, very rare, unfortunately. If you need the, the roster spot... Probably okay to move on from any of those guys. Tyson Williams, Tevin Coleman, Ferkser, Djax, and Jack Doyle. And that will do it for today's show. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked on Dynasty. You can follow Matt at WilliamsonNFL, and I'm Ryan MC 23 We'll be back next week.